Hi, I'm Natalie Jean, a busy entrepreneur, mom to four boys, wife to a SWAT sniper, and I have been gifted the task to spread the message about the impact your health plays on every area of your life. When you put your fitness and nutrition as a top three priority in your life, every single area improves, including your business bottom line. Join me as I interview some amazing women and gain insight into their health journeys, their struggles, their setbacks, and how you can overcome your own. Well, hey, everyone. Um, nice to see you. Happy Monday. This is our Monday, uh, Mental Health Check Monday. So I just want to come in and give you just a little bit of how to's and utilize meditation, or I also interchangeably use the words meditation, breath work. Um, I'm in no way a huge expert in this area in terms of um, any degrees or anything, but I will tell you that just from personal experience over the last five years, kind of what I've done and how I've utilized um, breath work and meditation to help benefit me. Um, you know, to the best that it can, because there is a lot of power um, in it. So just to kind of give you a little bit of background on how I got into it, like I said, it was about five years ago that I really started to um, look into this whole idea around meditation and um, breathing and just like the benefits of it for our bodies, for our minds. And so I read a book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And that's what kind of uh, triggered this whole idea to just take time to um, to just be quiet and sit still. And it was really hard for me, especially at the beginning, because my mind is so, so big, probably like yours, that you just sometimes when you close your eyes, you're just start thinking. Um, sometimes at night when you're trying to go to bed, you just, your mind just keeps going. So the way that I, I kind of started doing it was from the Miracle Morning book. And he talks about um, SAVERS, S-A-V-E-R-S, and they stand for something, but V is for visualization. And so what I started to do was just close my eyes and then visualize whatever it is that I was hoping for, dreaming about, um, needing in my life, whatever it was. And that's kind of where I started. Um, the other letters represent other things. So if you haven't read that book, I highly, highly recommend it. It's an incredible book, especially if you want to be a morning person. Um, and if you know anything about me, I'm a huge, huge morning person. Mornings are my most favorite, productive. Um, I look forward to going to bed so I can get up. I know that's probably not necessarily normal. Okay, so that's kind of the first thing that I did. And then what I transferred into after just doing these visualizations is what I would do is just take deep breath. I would close my eyes and at this time I was pregnant. So I'd close my eyes, I'd put my hands on my belly and I would breathe really, really deep to the point where it's I'm not focusing on breathing through my chest, but rather through my belly. So I would put my hands on my belly Breathe in really deep and feel my belly expand, feel my hands going out. And then as I exhale, feeling it go all the way in to the point of like feeling like I can't breathe out anymore. So that's kind of what I did to, to transition into just visualizing things. And so I would do these deep. Um, and then from there, I went into breathing in these good things, good vibes, good words, and breathing out, exhaling anything that was negative or not serving me in any way. So I would breathe in good thoughts like confidence. Um, I would visualize because I had practiced visualizing. I would visualize 
um, light or um, I'm a Christian. So the Holy Spirit just kind of coming down and then going through my hands and my arms and my feet all the way, like just all the way through. So I would breathe in these things that are positive and um, things that lift me up. And then when I would breathe out, I would consciously think of those words that just kind of hold me down and really don't serve me. Words like um, anything that has to do with negative or self-doubt, um, feeling insecure, uh, feeling unworthy, any of those thoughts or feelings, I would just think of them as I'm breathing out and exhaling. So it's kind of coming out of my system. Um, from there, just this year, I read a book called... Uh, love yourself like your life depends on it. And I learned that from one of my coaching programs that I was a part of called the transformation coaching program. So in that book, it teaches you just when you're breathing in to use the words, I love myself. And when I first read this, I, hadn't, I wasn't even sure I really knew this book, but I read it just thinking like, okay, like, I could probably learn this it actually took a lot away. So this idea of I love myself or I am loved or God shows me, those are words you think of as you breathe in. And then it's kind of the same concept when you breathe out anything that comes to mind, any stress, anything that, and if nothing, then nothing comes out, right? So breathing in, I love myself and then releasing anything else. So um, kind of the same concept of just breathing in good words, breathing out anything negative. And then also part of my transformation coaching program that I was a part of, we did this meditation called the workshop of your mind, where it was an audio. So we would listen to the audio and he would walk us through what steps we were doing. So it, uh, the first whole part of it is, is breathing in and breathing out, relaxing the body, trying to relax the mind and relax the mind. Um, or when you're breathing, you kind of do just naturally relax the mind. And so this workshop of the mind, when we go into it, you have this word. And so for about three months, my word was abundance. And I didn't really know what that would translate into or anything. But ultimately, long story short, the abundance came in the form of um, my family and I, if you followed along of any, like we do, if you've seen recently, we just recently purchased land up north here in Phoenix, where the weather is um, normal, completely different than Phoenix sun desert weather. And so we bought land up there. And when I think now of abundance, and when I was focusing on this word for three months, abundance, it really came into the abundance of not only like physically the land, also um, like I think that abundance long or wide, far and deep. So not only do we have this land, but this land is also going to bring us abundance in terms of the memories that we create with our family, um, the abundance that we can now invite other families and friends, strangers to not only share this time in this place with them, but for them to have memories too. And then abundance also meaning um, the deepness, right? So not only is it for me and my husband and our kids, but eventually for our kids and their kids and their kids and their kids and so on. So abundance goes far and deep. And so when I was doing this meditation, that's what I focused on. And new word, um, because I've I got what I feel was out of that word and out of that practice of, of thinking of this. I, hey, Allie. <laughs> um, I also focused on the word impact. That's what I'm right now is impact. That's my word. And trying to fully understand what this means, but um, I'm kind of working through it. So that's what I'm doing in my meditation. That's how I started. It all started just from 
um, visualization from the book, The Miracle Morning and learning how to, to visualize. And when you close your eyes, it, it kind of takes away that sense of seeing. And so you start to have to um, use your subconscious mind and create a, a, a visual of your own because you're not using your own eyes, right? So I share my story with you to just kind of give you hope and um, encouragement to try this on your own. So there's literally like three steps when you're first starting out with meditation, because I know for me, when I first started, it was very like, I think of someone sitting there, legged legs all funky, sitting like I can't sit like that. And um, it's like, you know, humming and I, I didn't understand it. So I wanted to give you three simple steps to kind of help you. If you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, you can do this wherever you are. You don't have to take 20, 30 minutes. It's literally like just a couple of minutes, a couple of deep breaths. So um, step number one is to, to find a time and place and space to have quiet where you won't be interrupted if it's only for five minutes or even just two minutes. And you're just going to sit comfortably. You don't have to sit in any particular way. If you want to lay down, you can. Um, if you want to sit in a chair or if you want to just put your hands down, um, anything that's comfortable for you, legs crossed, uncrossed, whatever, just as long as it's comfortable. Um, and then you're going to close your eyes because so much of our visualization does happen with our eyes, obviously. So when you close them, you're cutting off that sensory to be able to visualize with your own mind and create these things that you may not be able to see with your eyes. Um, so you're just gonna slow down and quiet. Then step two is literally all you're focusing on is breathing. You will take deep breaths. And so if you need something very specific, what you will do, just put your hands on your belly and you are going to breathe for a count of seven. Remember when you're breathing in, your belly should expand. It's almost like um, that core, those core muscles are not engaged whatsoever. You feel the belly expand for seven. You will hold for five and then you will breathe out for seven. Um, a lot of times I like to breathe out. Um, it's through your mouth and I like to not make us, it's a sound, but not like a humming sound. It's just the breath coming out. So And you do that for seven. So breathing in for seven, hold for a count of five and breathe out for seven. And then repeat that anywhere up to 10 times or more. Um, but that literally, when you're focusing on your breath, your mind won't want. And sometimes if it happens to wander, because if you're brand new to this, then that's absolutely okay. Come back to the breath. And I remember hearing people say that. And I was like, that's so annoying that you say that. <laughs> but it's so true. You, when you start to wander, think about coming back to your breath of breathing in, count it, hold it, count it out. Uh, and then step three, if, if, and when you're ready, you breathe in the good words, the good vibes, the goodness of things that are going on, um, in your life. If you can't think of something good in your life. Generally, you should be able to come up with one thing that you're alive and that's a good thing. Then think of things that, that, um, make you happy. Um, maybe it's reading, maybe it's writing, maybe it's, um, horseback riding, uh, whatever the case may be, you're going to breathe in those thoughts and feelings, and then you're going to breathe out the negative things. So that's your, those are your three steps in terms of how to kind of incorporate, start doing meditation for yourself to help you feel better, less overwhelmed. And you can do that, um, you know, anytime throughout the day, if you're at work and you're distressed, just take a step back, do the breathing and then come back to it. 
um, two resources I wanted to provide to you guys. Um, the first one is the book, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. Um, Kamal thing is the author, but you'll see it. It's in uh, red letters, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. It's a great, easy read. I read it in a weekend and um, I, I read a lot of books all at the same time. And that one I just kind of breeze through because it just gives you... Um, uh, just some help on how to do this and why we're doing it. So it's uh, love yourself like it depends on it. The other, the other one I'm reading right now is called Break, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Like I, when I'm reading books, they always get scuff marks on them and stuff. And, um, I had a couple pages. I just wanted to read a passage through here um, to provide to you. So this first one being what you think and believe has a profound effect on your world. So if you're thinking and believing that you're unworthy, or if you're thinking and feeling that um, you have so much self-doubt in what you want to achieve, whether it, no matter what it is in your life, then your, your world's not going to change. Your world's just going to be the same. So in order to, to make any changes to yourself, um, what you think and believe has a profound effect on you. And so when you're meditating, you're thinking and believing these positive things things and you're releasing all of the negative ones. The second one here is because thoughts are the language of the brain and feelings are the language of the body. So instead change your internal environment, the way you think and feel and see how the external environment is affected by or is altered by your efforts. So striving to create an unknown new future experience. Then when an unforeseen event occurs in your favor, you will be pleasantly surprised. You just be, you just became a quantum creator. You just want to cause an effect to causing an effect. So you'll start to notice when you focus on the internal you, the external things that happen are, uh, you don't may not realize it, but they're a result of your internal world. Next one, here we go. So to create something different from what you've grown accustomed to in your personal world, you have to change the way you routinely think and feel each day. So this is why I incorporated meditation into my morning routine is because it sets my day up to be better than it would be if I don't do it, right? So um, to change the way that I think and feel has to start inward before it comes external. Okay, last one here. Um, and I thought this was really interesting. And this is kind of just really like making it very generic. But in here, it talks about that by the age of 35, your personality and, and kind of everything in your life is already set in terms of um, how you respond to things, how you react to things, whether you're proactive, reactive. And so by the age of 35, what ends up happening in general is that you end up living the rest of your life on autopilot. That idea scares me because as much as I love my life and everything that I have, and I'm so grateful for so many things, I don't want to live the rest of my life on autopilot. I want to get better. I want new and different and exciting things happening in my life. So, um, it says those programs are running us because the body has become the mind. Might sound a little over, over your head right now. But it's just saying that by the age of 35, you're running on autopilot. And um, like I said, that kind of scares me that I don't want to, um, to be living as great as I might feel today. Like I want to still feel better and still feel happier and greater and all the things. So um, I am going to actively 
take an approach to my life and meditate those things that in the future, there's so much great. Um, so that's kind of why I incorporate meditation. And when I'm, when I think of mental health, I think of, of it, like we can take control over it and, um, it starts from inward. And when you can change things that happen in here and in here, then your external world will change as a result. So I hope you guys found this like super, super helpful. Please let me know if this was helpful to you. I plan to do these more, these trainings more often and uh, perhaps turn it into podcast episodes and that sort of thing. But um, I live for this stuff. I love this stuff. So I am an open book in terms of what questions you might have. Um, but these are two really great resources. And if anything, just maybe after this video, take five minutes, step away from social media, step away from your work and your computer and do those deep breaths and just really focus on those positive words and exhaling anything that just doesn't feel right and serve you. So um, thank you guys so much for being here. I see you all and I appreciate you so much. Um, hopefully I will be back here again doing another live training uh, soon. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Fit for Business podcast. My hope is that you take some tips and nuggets, things that resonated with you in today's episode, and apply it to your personal health journey. I'm Natalie Jean, and I'll see you next week.